Welcome to Step Into the Story. Incredible conversations of how the Bible changes lives, changes families, and changes communities across the globe. And here's your host, Phil Tuttle of Walk Through the Bible. Well, welcome to Step Into the Story. Every time we get together, I sit down with either an old friend or a new friend, and we explore the intersection of God's story and their story. And um, I hope as you listen to this, you won't just learn about another person and their story, but that you'll be inspired to realize that God wants to be a part of your story. In fact, even cooler than that, God invites us to be part of his epic story that crosses the centuries, that that transcends all cultures. And um, today, I want to introduce you to someone I know a little bit, but not very well. I'm going to be getting to know her more as uh, as we talk together. But please welcome Elisa Keaton to step into the story. Elisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm so so very excited to be here. We made it. Let's do this. Yeah, we made it. We've had technical <laughs> trouble. It took two or three times, but but we are off. Um, let's just jump right into it. Elisa, back in 2007, I think, um, in your home area of Phoenix, Arizona, um, you founded and became the CEO of a ministry called Revelation Wellness. Um, I was telling my brother about this. He's out visiting his wife from Oregon, and his first thought was, oh, it's a ministry to help people not mess up their own lives and other people's lives through a misunderstanding of prophecy. But that's not the revelation wellness. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. He's got a twisted mind like I do. So, um, okay. I could see that. You could see that. But what exactly is revelation wellness and why did God put it on your heart um, now like 15 years ago? Yeah. Well, revelation wellness, we exist to spread the gospel through um, physical and mental health practices, which includes fitness and wellness, um, to help people embody a faith, like live out their faith. Now, when we started it 12 years ago now, all I knew, Phil, was was fitness and wellness and health. And that time, everyone, if you reverse your brain back 12 years ago, we were in the throes of you know, what I think is, it's still out there, is this health and fitness desire for people to wanting to get um, just to live healthy, maybe weight loss is kind of a big deal. We all remember Rick Warren and the Daniel fast, and there's a lot of people who lost weight in the church, and that kind of uncovered that there's some, there's something here to talk about when it comes to the stewardship of our body and how do we relate to how, to our food and, and God in relationship with all the things and temptations that are around us. But prior to that, for me, I was born right about the time that God knew I'd be about 14 years old and I took my first fitness class. Like it was 1985. That was the, the heydays of, quote, aerobic exercise, mm. Jane Fonda, oh, yeah. Richard Simmons, all those things. You remember all those infomercials? I mean, it was a deal. It was a thing. I loved it. I took my first class and something inside of me, I was 14, and something inside of me went, whatever that was. That's amazing. I, I want to learn how to do that. I'm going to come back again. My 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 teenage angst coming from a very dysfunctional home with some addiction and not healthy patterns of coping and relationship. I needed an outlet, and that kind of became mine. I was always doing abs sports too, but 
something about this organized fitness of coming around with other people and moving our bodies together. I loved it. My body responded. It was, I had a good time with it. Um, and I slowly kind of it became my idol where because my body responded and in the 80s and 90s, we were doing a lot of fitness competitions and bodybuilding shows. Like we started to get really fascinated with the body uh, in terms of sculpting it and changing it really through the 80s and the 70s, 80s. And I was kind of on the tail end of that. And I did a little bit of that. It became obsessive for me. Um, but my body looked good on the outside. On the outside, I had everything together. But on the inside, I was lacking. I was, um, I was anxious. I didn't feel content. I couldn't be satisfied. I was married, newly married, and things were kind of coming off the rails in our marriage. Again, on the surface, everything looked like perfect. We went to college, got good degrees, everything by the books. But I was lacking on the inside of me. And uh, a friend at the gym that I was training at, um, talked to me about, he asked me if I knew Jesus and I would have called myself a Christian then, but I didn't really know Jesus. And she invited me to go to church. I felt like I needed to go. Something again was wrong. Mm. Like something was off inside of me. And so I went and meanwhile, the little backstory, I have very successful personal training, very successful teaching group fitness. I ran uh, programs for different chains and was in that field. That was definitely what I loved doing. I, really what I love about it, Phil, is helping people that feel that they're at a dead end or mm -hmm. they feel like they, they don't believe in themselves or they just need a coach. They need someone to say, come alongside them. I love that. I am, will come, I come alive at that. So I was very good at it, but I was inside again, lacking in my own strength, I guess you could say. So I hear the gospel about 29 years old, I hear the gospel and I, my heart came alive. Like my first day at the church was John four, the woman at the well. Wow. And it was like, Jesus was reading my mail. Yeah. He's like, I know you have wanted many things and you've had many boyfriends, husbands, all the things. It's me. You want living water. I was in, I was like, okay. And again, I, I had a Christian worldview, but I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And right. I needed, I needed Jesus. So what happened is I started to go to a church and then I would go train at the gym and then go to church. And like, it was kind of this, I didn't understand how the two worlds collided at all. They seemed very different. This is my spiritual life and this is my physical life. The more I started hearing the gospel and listening to just falling in love with Jesus and learning about the Holy Spirit and learning about all the things you learn as you're learning uh, gospel and the, and the word of God, I started to see my clients. And myself as people who, although we had a lot of uh, physical wealth, I guess you could say, none of us, we're all going to have food today. We're all going to, you know, you're not going to be put in jail for uh, talking about Jesus. Like we have a lot of resource here in the United States. So we have a lot of physical wealth, but there's a lot of spiritual poverty is what I started to notice is like, oh, this is spiritual matter. The thing that they're hungering for their bodies to fix and change. And if only this, and if I could just lose 10 pounds and feeling very anxious about their bodies or wanting to perform or make something happen with their bodies it really had to do with a spiritual hole. So then I couldn't, I couldn't keep training my people the same way. So I felt like I'm ripping them off. I mean, I can help them lose some weight, but this, there's more, there's more. So God was starting to show me a greater integrated picture of the gospel. I literally could read Bible and I can see how it's to be lived out. 
and how people struggle to live it out. And I didn't know it then, but now we see it more as it's evolved over the years that it's really a mind-body connection. We are whole people. And when God says, love me with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, that's a high call, but it's an integrated call. And I think we live in a culture now where, well, we've come through centuries of learning the word of God, and we have a lot of good sermons and, and study of the word of God. Fantastic. So good. But what I've noticed in my field for the last now 35 years is people can know that in theology of the head, they know God loves them, but they struggle to feel and be loved by God. They struggle to like really make that connection. And it's not that they need more Bible study and they need to do more stuff. Maybe, listen, if they're not reading their word, they probably should start there, right? Like that is the bread for the day. If you're not eating, you're not going to thrive. So the word of God, but they also need to understand how the things they've lived through in the world as a human being with a body and, and, and a flesh and a brain, how those sins, the, the sins not, are not just a spiritual fallout, but also a physical one to adversity and trauma and trouble that we go through in life, whether it's divorce, accidents, fires, um, bullying, shame, uh, abuse, sexual, physical, all those things, right? Those are the things that Jesus like, yeah, I came to deal with all that. All of those things we walk through changes us on a biological level, not just a spiritual level, on a biological level. Our brains change the structure of our brain, the organization, the function of it, and our brain talks to our body and our body talks to our brain via the nervous system. So what Revelation Wellness does is we try to help people feel like it's not such a mystery, that they're not such a mystery. God is, in, is fascinated and interested in all the struggles that they've had with their health or their if they have chronic illness or disease, that he calls them to come. Yes, read my word, but there are things inside of us that we can do to partner with how God designed us to move towards healing, to do a faith, to have a faith and act on faith. And if we help people understand why it's difficult for them to do it, not just that they're lazy, they don't have enough willpower, they probably should, you know, whatever. It's not that. That's works of the law. When they understand grace and mercy and they literally saturate practice, have practices of receiving God's love, practices of going for walks and talking with God, practices of meditation, practices of um, community and connection, that's all training, right? Mm. Discipleship is to be a learner and learners need training. They need mm. rhythm. They need some kind of programming like over and over. I go again. I try again. And in a community of people that allow them to, to fail and get up and try again. So mm. Revolution Wellness, that's how we bring that, that bigger picture now of integration of heart, soul, mind, and strength. You know, to a lot of us, the Old Testament can be pretty confusing and hard to read. It's, it's filled with a bunch of names that are unfamiliar and a bunch of really strange places. We, we read the, the stories in the Old Testament and struggle to figure out how do all of those stories fit together. Even when we read the Old Testament, the, the books aren't even always in chronological order. And it can be rather confusing. And sometimes when we try to read the Old Testament, it gets frustrating. And when it gets frustrating, it's very easy for us to just put it down and to walk away. But I wonder if we could get up high. 
if we could get up high and we could get a big panoramic understanding of the story of the Old Testament, if that would help us see the big picture of God's Word and would encourage us to overcome some of those challenges and begin reading the Old Testament again. That's exactly what we're going to do in OT Panoramic. Hey, I'm Michael from Walk Through the Bible, and I want to invite you on an incredible adventure where we climb up on the top of seven mountains throughout the story of the Old Testament, and we take a picture looking back in the history, and we take a picture looking forward in the history, and we stitch all of those pictures together, and we get a panoramic understanding of the story of the Old Testament. And when that happens, those names and those places that seemed confusing, those stories that we couldn't figure out how they all fit together, the, the big picture history line of the Old Testament begins to be rather clear and I believe that will help us overcome those challenges to reading and we'll again fall in love with reading the story of God's Old Testament. I want to invite you to join us for OT Panoramic. Go to walkthrough.org slash OT Panoramic or download Walk Through the Bible's mobile phone application and you'll find OT Panoramic there. Join us on this incredible adventure. Wow. You know, our tendency is for everybody is to compartmentalize and, you know, and you'll pick, I'm going to specialize in this and I'm going to be good at this part of it, but it's the Mm -hmm. integration that leads to wholeness. I mean, I love the Hebrew word Shalom, which is so much more than a greeting. It, it represents wholeness. It represents wellness. It represents Mm -hmm. integrity as different areas of life come together. And, you know, my, my background and my training, very different than yours, but it led to the same kind of disintegration. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think a lot of people, we're just prone to extremes. My, my mentor and friend, Howard Hendricks, used to say, no one is balanced. Anybody yeah. you see that, that. that you Amen. think is balanced is just passing through the midpoint on their way from one extreme to the other. And, and the, the, the challenge yeah. is to get those adjustments. Remember when you learned to yeah. drive, I mean, it was like big life-saving adjustments right. to stay in the lane. And now you probably, right. as you drive, you make a hundred times as many adjustments, but they're yeah. smaller, they're more frequent yeah. and they're, they're yeah. so subtle. And, um, exactly. you know, I mean, I've, I've struggled with, with weight and, um, spent just a couple of decades being a fool is the Bible word for it mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that, oh, I'm kind of Teflon coated. Um, I'm in ministry. I mean, God's going to take care of all that with me and, mm-hmm. and developed right. some health problems I didn't have to have, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, it's either you can worship our body or you can neglect That's our right. body. And That's right. both of those lead to devastation. And, I, you know, I'd always use my humor. If somebody kind of challenged me about that, I'd say, Hey, I said, I know our bodies are a temple of God, but I'm a mega church, you know, deal, deal with it. And, <laughs> and never you've never heard that. Wow. Uh, no, I'll take it. But it's, you know, it's, I've come to the same conclusion as you're talking about, but from the very opposite path. But it's yes. the same thing. It's the integration. Right. I love your mission statement. It says helping people love God, get healthy, be whole, and love others. You know, that yeah. it's, I'm so glad. I mean, if, if all you had was about physical health, 
we wouldn't be meeting on this podcast right now. Yeah, it's the thanks. integration mm-hmm. of all of it. And I was I was reading one place something you'd written that, uh, you know, you just said part of your calling is to help people stop believing their lies and live in true freedom. Um, what yeah. do you think, especially when it comes to our, our physical health and yeah. that stewardship, um, because that's really your area of expertise and you're, yeah. you're not looking at it in isolation, but that's your area of expertise. What do you think mm-hmm. are the two or three biggest lies mm-hmm. that, that most of your clients or the average person who may be listening to us talk today that they tend to believe? Well, yeah. Well, one is we tend to believe God doesn't care about my body. Um, so that kind of goes into the neglect place of, it doesn't matter, you know, it's just God, as it says, as David says, um, or as, as it Samuel says of David, that um, man looks at the outside, but God looks at the heart. Absolutely, that's true. God is not measuring us according to what we look like, not what we look like. That's why we do that. Um, we tend to think, oh, it doesn't look like the world says, so then we, we, we have this disassociated relationship with our body we don't see the body as what a gift what a i can move it i can use it i have a voice i can breathe uh so we tend to not have a very good theological view of the body we kind of discard it and we're just going to get rid of that one day i'll get a new one so it that just not having that healthy connection with the body itself of how god designed it and gave it if god didn't care about the body why would he put Jesus in one? Yeah. Exactly. Why have him come back? What is the incarnation? incarnation? It means right. Jesus put on skin in, and came to earth body. so we could see him and know what God is yes. like. And yeah, right. I, in the suffering. That's right. Yeah. That I mean, there was a heresy back in Bible times called Gnosticism that yes. that just denied the value of anything physical. And you know, we can read about that in church history and go, "Wow, I'm glad we don't do that today." And I mean, I've got two card-carrying millennials who are our mm-hmm. kids, 34 and 31, and they're, you know, they would look at it and go, it, it's, it's the same issue with the environment. You know, this mm-hmm. world is not my home. I'm just passing through. And, oh, and um, you know, so who cares what happens to this planet? And, right. and yet you go back to the beginning, and God said, no, I care about the physical yeah. place where, where you are and you're to be stewards of it. And I mean, I, I think that's just very closely related to what you're talking about. Um, What's, what's another lie or two that you see commonly? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the lie is we allow the world to define what it means to have a body. We let the world tell us about a body image. And because of that, we are again, once again, disassociated, we have got to remember that God, for God so loved the world that he considered many tribes, tongues, colors, shapes, sizes. I think a big, big one is that health comes in a lot of sizes. So it's not about body fat, how low, how, what, again, what it looks like. The world will always tell you what you should look like. And God isn't caring about that. God is asking, are you able? Strength is about ability. Am I able to hold a, a good thought? Because we know a thought, and this is neuroscientifically, they know the thoughts that we have, if I have a good thought in my mind, the immune system in my body rises up, cells start to do a positive thing. 
If I have a negative thought in my mind, bang, the immune system starts to come apart. Cells start to break apart. God designed this to hold good. And if I can hold good, then I can go about doing good. That's, there is a doing to our faith. First, we have to have a faith, but then doing the faith. That's what our body is for. Our body is the fullest expression of who or what we love. I will come out my body, will tell you who or what I love because that expresses what's going on in my heart and what I'm thinking in my mind and what I'm desiring with my soul. So we need to stop, stop it with what the world says your body should be. Look to what God says your body is for and focus on am I able to hold peace, give peace, bring love, resource, have hard conversations in kindness, gentleness. That requires, that's the training. That's what Revelation Wellness does. Like, we'll train you. We got to train ourselves how to have a good body that has the ability to hold the kingdom. And that, again, it just, you don't kind of wish that into being. You have to practice that. And there mm-hmm. are practices for it. The world is just going to tell you, go on a diet, lose some weight. And I'm telling you, it will not satisfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I'm glad social media didn't exist back when I was coming up. There's plenty of things I'm okay that there's not permanent records of that probably uh, make it easier for me to be president of Walk Through the Bible today. But but I especially look at, especially as for Gen Z as they're coming up, um, you know, and, and the pressure to project an image through Instagram or through TikTok and I mean, to the point of, of using filters on the shape mm-hmm. of my body, the shape of my face. Oh, yeah. And I just, I, I hurt, I hurt for this generation that's growing up with that yeah. distorted view of your yeah. value comes from having this look. And, uh, Appearance, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, stay at it out there because I, I honestly think, I honestly think what you're doing is, absolutely more mm-hmm. needed now than it ever oh, has been at that. any point in history. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting to see what started with you and, and a few friends and, you know, one local mm-hmm. church now, um, how many, how many certified, how yeah. many certified trainers have, yeah. have you brought through your, your training program? Well, we are going into our 12th year as a nonprofit um, and I think we're just over 3,000 trained worldwide. Um, the beauty of it, we also have what we call ambassadors. Uh, so these are people that are donors. Uh, tr- as they donate, we put money aside to bring people through who are in marginalized communities. So some of them are overseas working, you know, literally they can't tell us. We know where they are, but we're not allowed to say where they are, working with Muslims, working with women who have been sex trafficked. Uh, prisoners, people coming out of uh, prisons, so um, rehabilitation centers, cancer places, all anything you can think of where most people wouldn't think those people don't need, you know, health or fitness. Like they need to get a job and they need to, they actually more than anything need to be able to come back and feel good and safe in their bodies because of much trauma they've lived through, much hard hardships that disassociate us. Uh, so we have ambassadors out there throughout the world doing that. Um, I think at this day, today we have over maybe 300 of ambassadors been trained. A good over 100 are active right now in the world. And um, about 
uh, 3,000 trained and right today, 2,000 instructors actively hosting communities all around the world. Wow, that's so exciting. Um, I know, I, I love the story of how you and I met each other. Um, mm-hmm. You, One of the things I love about Revelation Wellness is, is so people will say, oh, I want to commit to this 40-day reading plan or I want to I, I want to walk with Jesus like literally and, and here's yeah, some passages of Scripture that you mm-hmm. can listen to while you walk. Um, and, and people will pay a fee to do mm-hmm. that and a be part of that community. or yeah, It's donation. If the money is a problem, you never let that be a barrier. Yep. You're like, okay. you're like, come on in. But you made a decision, you and and your ministry team or your board. I don't know how it came about that that you would take a percentage of what came in through that, and then you would use that to partner with other ministries. And yes, somehow or other, walk through the Bible came across your path. Do you do you know the backstory to that? Because I know bits and pieces of it, but but not yeah, a lot about uh, it. I only know this much is yes, it is very important to us as a ministry to also give out to other ministries. We realize we're not, we don't want to be just receivers. We want to also be givers out. So we substantially set a big side of money aside every year uh, to push out into other ministries. So part of that is when we have these programs three times a year, we'll do these kind of big pushes towards something, something of a practice. Uh, like we're about to set one up right in the, in the new year that's going to be about helping people trust their hunger cues, how to relate with food in a way that the Holy Spirit-centered. Um, so when we have these... Thank these you for waiting until after the holidays to do that one. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that's not, I'm glad I'm, that's I'm not kicking you. in this week. Appreciate no, that. No, yeah, no, it's great, too. It's a, such good, such good Holy Spirit gospel-centered content. I hope if anyone thinks if you struggle with, it's called Food is Not the Boss of Me. That's what we're titling it. Food is Not the Boss of Me. Out of 1 Corinthians 6, where Paul says, everything's permissible, not everything's beneficial, everything's permissible, but it won't be mastered by anything. So we do these uh, group kind of challenges. We just open it up to the public, and we say, hey, any donation amount, you know, you come and be a part of this, and it's kind of like a fundraiser for the ministry, but then we push it out. Uh, uh, portions go out to another ministry. So we look for someone who partners with we can partner with that maybe lines up with what we are doing we feel god's calling us to as a, a, a movement for the people and one of the things we do every year we have been doing is something called walking the words of jesus or prayer walks we've done the songs of ascent where we just ask people we're just going to go for walks we're not going for a workout we're not trying to do anything harsh we're just let's just walk and talk with jesus did you know like in jesus's day he would walk anywhere, like what the commentators say, they travel and map his, his travels. He could walk anywhere from 10 to 20 miles a day, mm-hmm. like just walking from town to town. And you know when he walked, he taught. You know he was talking with his Bible as he walked. And when we walk, when we move our body in any kind of a moderate activity that just gets our heart rate up a little bit, God has so designed our body to release uh, the neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. Those are like chemicals that come out that actually, they're feel-good chemicals. They're good chemicals. They they help you want to think better, do better, and desire better, and have focus for better. It's why if you had mental health, anxiety, or depression, first thing doctors are going to say, or physical health issues, doctors are going to ask, are you exercising? Because... There's something that God's designed our bodies to release. 
not when we have to do high intensity, but just move our body. So when we do the walking the words of Jesus, we're just walking, putting the scripture into people's ears. And that is a whole nother level of treatment or therapy for people. It's called bottom up therapy, where you help people get in their body. So that occupies their limbic brain, which is your emotional part of your brain, that part of you that like fight, flight, freeze or stress, uh, anxiety can get stuck in that mode there. When you walk, you're getting limbic, you shut down or occupy that part of the brain so that when the words of Jesus are spoken or you're hearing it, you're, you're accessing a little higher reasoning. You can almost access more more cognitive thought and ability rather than just sitting in a chair and listening to a message. Not that that's not good, but this just takes it to another level. Yeah, and there's been, yeah, a, lot of, there's been a lot of great research, too, that says um, – when you receive things, I mean, in, in our walk through the Old Testament and New Testament, we mm-hmm. just teach hand motions, creation and fall, yes. and that yes. that any kind of kinesthetic learning, um, yes, that the amount of retention massively increases yes. too. So, yes. hey, I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm sold on that. Come the first of the year, I I'm, love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna partner okay. with you I on want that. You to do it. I know I know so, you yes. covet our tagline: "Take a walk, change the world." That um, I was joking with some of your staff, and I just thank you for the the generous, I mean, over $20,000 investment that Revelation Wellness made in Walk Through the Bible, and, um, you know, our global footprint is is a lot like yours, and that money is is going to take, you know, our our training, especially for kids, right into some public school classrooms and a lot of hard places, and um, I mean, Elisa, I hope this is going to be an ongoing relationship uh, between our Man. two ministries because it's we're both coming at it with different strengths. But, Absolutely. you know, it's like one That's plus one equals 15 in this case. So Amen. Um, I'm, Amen. I'm excited about that. What is, what yes. is next for you and Revelation Wellness? How can, um, uh, well, if, if our listeners said, wow, I, something she said really clicked, What's the best way for people to get in touch with you or find out more yeah. about your ministry? Yeah, well, head on over to revelationwellness.org. Um, that will be the most uh, resource place. We have free content. We have our um, podcast. So we too have a podcast. Encourage that. We actually weekly release a walking or a movement podcast where you actually have to get in your body and go listen to the Word of God, or we encourage you to. Um, so at the website though, you'll find all those connections to podcast RevWell TV, which is actual movement, uh, programming. So if you want to move your body more, gain some strength, gain some flexibility, kind of get in your body kinesthetically, RevWell TV is totally free. Uh, and then we have all kinds of trainings and programs and challenges and it's, it's just ever building. So go to revelationwellness.org. And I don't know when this airs. Probably before, but we'll have our app is coming February of oh, 2023. Good. Yeah, it'll app. air before that yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, one one more question. What's the secret yes, dream on your heart that you're even reluctant to share publicly because it's so ridiculous mm-hmm. that it would be, if it happens, it's a confirmed God sighting? Um, you got anything like that that's okay. rattling around in your head that I can pray for yeah. you today? Okay, I know I need people to hear this. I I really don't care. I feel like God has been faithful in this ministry. He will continue to take care of it. But I, my heart 
burns and has a burden for people who are hurting in their bodies, people who are disconnected to their bodies, dissociated from the, the road and life they've lived prior to Jesus and now trying to follow Jesus and having a hard time. So I have a new book coming out in June of 2023. Um, it would just be fantastic for the Lord to use it in crazy ways. So however, it would help to open the doors to reach people who never would have thought to integrate this message back to themselves. Like you're saying, like never is there a time that this message is needed. I agree with that. I ain't getting any younger, but I'm here for it as long as I can. And I just want God to use that, that book in a way where we're, we are in conversations with people I would never be able to have before because this, this is starting to come to, to the light. Does it have a title yet? It does. It's called the body revelation, the body revelation. Wow. The body revelation. Oh man. I'll, I'll definitely pray about that. You know, it just, you think about the potential of this. There, there are a whole lot of people who maybe they've had a negative experience or, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe just somebody disillusioned them, but they're very unlikely to walk into a church, but Absolutely. they're far more likely to walk into a gym and yeah. for them to run into one of your trainers, that they're yeah. just there for the physical help. But yeah. the surprise of God, it's kind of like with Moses yeah. when he just turned aside and went, there's a bush that's on fire, but it's not being burned up. That doesn't make sense. I'm curious. And in that yeah. physical encounter, he hears God's heart and the voice yeah. of God. And I just think that that's a... That's a parable of what you're building That's with right. Revelation Wellness. And, um, I mean, check it out at revelationwellness.org or just RevWell TV. Um, there are a great number of resources there. And, again, these are uh, – Elisa's a friend now, Elisa and yeah. her ministry. Yeah. They're partners with our ministry, Walk Through the Bible. And I would just encourage you to – to check that out. Um, before I let you go, I want to, I want to pray for this dream that's on your heart. Um, because what you're doing so far is, uh, it's a great start, but it's, mm -hmm. it's just beginning to touch the need that's out there. So father, thank you for this conversation. Um, thank you for the way that, uh, Lisa and revelation wellness found our ministry and chose to invest in walk through the Bible globally. And, um, just for the start of this partnership that really does acknowledge, Lord, you care about every area of our lives. You don't just care about the religion section in the newspaper. You yeah. care about the front page of the current events. Yeah. You care about the sports page. You care about the business section. Yeah. You care about arts and entertainment. And I just yeah. thank you for this conversation today. I needed the reminder, Lord, that you, carry about, you care about every area of our lives. And um, you want to not just be our savior, but you want to be the Lord of each and yeah. every area of our lives. Lord, take this dream that you've put on Elisa's heart and her leadership team and her, her board, provide the funding uh, that they need even as we go into this year in season. And Lord, that this book, um, it's, a, it's a crowded shelf, the self-help yeah. section and, Lord, yeah, that people who reach for that would have the surprise of knowing it's not self-help. It's not self-help. It's, it's divine, supernatural help is really what they need and what they've yeah. been looking for. And I pray that many people would find not just answers to physical 
struggles, uh, but they would find you through this yes. book. That is our prayer in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, Elisa, thank you for being my guest today, everybody else who's joined us. This is exactly what we hope will happen uh, when we sit down together, that um, we'd be affirmed and encouraged, but also challenged to trust mm -hmm. the Lord in a new area. And if, if this conversation today has helped you or uh, a face came across your mind, uh, share a link with a friend or a relative or a coworker or a classmate and introduce them to step into the story and leave a review so that more people will be exposed to this. But thank you for joining us this time today, and we'll see you next time we get together on Step Into the Story. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for joining us for the Step Into the Story podcast, powered by Walk Through the Bible. We'd love to hear what you think by giving us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, don't miss a single episode by clicking the subscribe button. If you'd like more resources to help you explore and live God's word in your daily life, visit walkthrough.org. That's W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot O-R-G. Walk through the Bible. Take a walk. Change the world.